I figured put me in the middle since mine's so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't gonna say anything, but <laughs> kind of, kind of did that layup for you guys there. <laughs> Welcome to episode 20 of Rather Be Playing, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be playing games than being guilted into buying expensive Valentine's Day gifts. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Elliot. And I'm steve And you sound like a sucker. I guess, yeah, you could call me that. And I shouldn't complain too much, in fairness. My fantastic girlfriend, Nisha, uh, got me a gift for Valentine's Day, which both of you actually might be quite impressed with. And you might also be quite suspicious of. <laughs> she got me a $50 gift card for Steam. Oh, and I didn't put up, put her up with it. I, I didn't. I didn't do that. Sounds like she me. wants a reason to stay away from you. you know, here, 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 Steve, go play, go play games. I've got things to do. I thought I, would, I thought I would like the Snow Games 2018, but six weeks in, uh, you got to go back. <laughs> you're you're, you're driving me crazy, Steve-O. It is probably all of this combined, <laughs> I'd say so. But it means I can buy games! Yes! Yeah. And in fairness, if so, I I got her flowers, and we're going to go do a, some fancy brunch at a place that she's been wanting to go to for a while, and, you know, I'll I'll take care of that. So I feel like oh. it's not a bad deal, all in all. <laughs> I'm surprised so you aren't more suspicious about this. I'm surprised you aren't giving me shit here about being, uh, you know... A cheat. <laughs> so in, in total honesty, I knew about this before it happened. She, uh, she came to me for a suggestion. Um, genius. You and, know what? Uh, yeah. If if I was a real evil genius, I would have had her do that first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a little suspicious here. Now what do you believe, Elliot? I don't know. You don't know what to believe. No, we, we just know you're not a genius. So we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Safe bet. Safe bet. <laughs> Yeah, but it yeah. means I've been able to buy games in No New Games 2018. I've yeah. only spent 20 bucks of it so far, but I picked up Celeste on, on Steam. And, oh my God, dude, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, I've heard so many good things about it. Yeah, um, you got enough money to buy one of us a copy. <laughs> I do, I do, I do actually, Oh, just one of us. Wait for a sale, <laughs> then you can get it for both of us. True, true. Uh, actually, there's a sale going on on Steam right now, and I've been so tempted. You know, you're, I'm just sitting there looking at my wish list and going, but there's 70% off. I have to buy it. You know, it's, only, <laughs> it's only $6 or whatever. What was the one uh, Titanfall 2 for like four bucks or something? Yeah. Right. Because uh, PSN has a sale now, too. Yeah. And uh, the Temptations, man. Yeah. You're, like a, you're like a crack addict that's been sober for a month and you're like, but there's a sale on crack. <laughs> that's false. Crack never comes on sale, Josh. It's true. <laughs> Two for one. Yeah. Well, as I say, I've been focusing, trying to, because of course this is the problem. This has always been our problem that when you can buy anything, then you just buy everything yeah. and then you don't play anything. Mm-hmm. But I've tried to focus. I picked up Celeste. And I'm about halfway through it. I've, I've had it about, well, 
less than a week now, I guess. So I'm I'm motoring through pretty quickly, but yeah. it's it's a really fun game. Elliot, did you get some Steam credit for your uh for your birthday, or I guess you got all kinds? Of- no, so that's the thing, and I'm kind of I I'm gonna be passive aggressive about this and let her know <laughs> through this podcast that she never got me a birthday gift. Amy, my wife. Um, oh, she never picked you up anything. No, so she said like. She's so supportive of this No Games 2018. I was like, I'll buy you a Steam or Nintendo or PlayStation gift card for your birthday. And we also like went into the city and caught a show and she took me out to dinner. That was all nice. But I was like, that's a great gift. Thanks. She's like, no, I'm, I'm going to get you something that you really want too, like that you can like take home and play with. I was like, great. And here Any we are now? two weeks after <laughs> my birthday. And I think she forgot. So yeah. um, this will be a double whammy if A, she doesn't even listen to this podcast. I'll be like, wow. <laughs> so, wow. So she so she left you alone and without indeed. any games to play. I think she did leave you home with something to play with. I don't get it. <laughs> your, your penis. Oh. She didn't leave it's a, that. It's a me. Josh joke. You really have to work hard on these Josh jokes. Uh, <laughs> they can't all be winners. I'm sorry. They're, uh, they, they can't all be winners. Win. You see what he did there? God. Oh, well, this is safely cut. <laughs> Every time I play Mario and Rabbids and uh, Luigi shouts out, I'm a wiener. It really does it for me every time. It's I like think they clearly did title. that on purpose. <laughs> clearly did it on purpose. Just a mess of this all. I, I have Luigi, but I've never heard him say that. Yeah, when he's doing like a, a team jump or something, I think. Or he maybe says, maybe says, it's his over, Overwatch thing. He's like, I'm a wiener. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's his, it's his fast walk thing. You know, the thing where it allows people to move extra squares each okay. turn. I think it's yeah. that one. Yeah. Give it a go this evening. I'm a wiener. It's a lot of fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Focus, focus, focus. <laughs> Celeste. <laughs> what a, is this a podcast? Well, I'm, je- I'm, I'm jealous that you get to get, have games, new games this year. Well, you you have found a way to do that as you well, Josh. A fucking loophole. A much more suspicious way. Josh's nephew has been buying games on Josh's so ne- consoles. No, 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 no. He has his own PlayStation. Oh, he uh, does. Yeah, I mean, he can always come out here and install it on mine. But I'm just saying. <laughs> it, wow. He does have his own that he bought, and he wanted. He wanted. There was a sale on this new South Park, the Fractured Butthole game, uh, and he was like, oh, "I want to go get it." So he even walked like the th- the mile and a half to the ATM and back to go get the money, so he could make a so he could make a deposit, so that he could buy a gift card or like a he has like a small like credit card that he doesn't use that often but he has it assigned to his psn account so he had to go deposit the money in order to use it (laughs) or a debit card rather yeah so so yeah no his was his was legit and so but now i get a chance to play it did he buy the disc like you can just pop it in your game and your PlayStation. no it was a download okay there's a sale. On this PSN. is definitely okay. Then we're we're calling it right here. You will never play that game. That is totally it's already, cheating. Yeah, it's already, it's already installed on my PlayStation. How? Not he fair. came out. He he wanted to play it on the big screen. Oh How God. convenient. <laughs> yeah. I spent wow. no money. <laughs> oh, sneaky Josh! Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could easily just like subliminally message him to be like Monster Hunter World. <laughs> or whatever you want to play next. This is coming from the guy who's passively aggressive, passive aggressively <laughs> calling out his wife on on the podcast about not getting him a gift card to play a game. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, if if he buys Monster Hunter anyway, he will just be playing that 
forever himself and you won't be able to log in and play it anyway, presumably. That's true. I mean, I assume that, yeah, it'll hog the TV forever or well, he's got his own PlayStation, so you'll just never see him again. It's true. Yep. Uh, well, he already has the Kingdom Hearts series that he's been playing through, so. Man, I need to finish that one, too. He's got one down, two down. I think he's working on Birth by Sleep now. Proud mode? Uh, critical mode. What? Yeah. <laughs> There's a harder mode after proud mode? Yep. It's impossible, as it is. No, Birth by Sleep, he was, he was playing on critical mode. Oh, my God. It was kind of fun watching him die in this one boss over and over again, but he seems to be making good progress, actually. Is he platinuming? Mm, I don't know. Okay. I checked. Well, whatever. He's not that good. He's got more trophies than I do. Let's just put it that way. Wow. Oh, altogether. Yeah. Good for him. (laughs) That's impressive. Actually, I don't even believe it. Really? He's got (laughs) a lot. really impressive. Yeah. Oh, wait. So what the hell is Celeste? It's a platformer, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember we were talking about that? (laughs) Celeste is uh, very much a platformer. It's actually made by... The developer of one of our favorite games to play as a group when we hang out, Towerfall. Ugh, uh, I love that game. It is. I so love good. beating you guys in that game. I wow. love beating you guys in that game <laughs> once per session. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Josh tends to beat us about seven times out of ten. If 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 in a whole session, if I can win once, I've I've made it. Like I'm okay. Like I still got it. Totally agree. Um. <laughs> totally agree. That's my satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Celeste had, it actually shares a lot of mechanics of um, Towerfall. Obviously, it's uh, 2D platforming. Um, you have a little jump move and you also have a dash, similar to the dash that we never use in Towerfall because we're not that good at it. I always forget about it. <laughs> I always forget about it, too. Um, it's also very colorful. You'd recognize the color palettes or those like, uh, greens and pinks and reds and oranges are very similar. In fact, uh, your character, uh, Madeline, is a ginger-haired girl. It's not who... Celeste? No, no. The, the, okay, oh. so she's climbing the mountain. The mountain is called Celeste. Oh, wow. And <laughs> it's, it's a story about this uh, young girl, presumably in her like uh, late teens or 20s, and uh, she's decided she's going to scale this mountain. And you can tell um, she she kind of uh, suffers from anxiety and panic attacks. And at times you're wondering, you know, why has she chosen to undertake this? And and sometimes she, you find her questioning herself. But but she's determined and you as the player are basically determined to do it. Hmm. And it's so really there's a, fun. There's a bit of a story then. There's like. There's a character. There is. There's, there's absolutely a, a surprising amount of story for uh, a 2D platformer. It's it's funny. It, it kind of is a blend between Towerfall and Super Meat Boy, but then it has this whole layer of story on top of it as well, and character mm-hmm. and and charm. It's it's a really fun game. And I, Elliot, you've got a bit of money. I would I, I know. recommend you pick it's... it up. I'd love to be able to talk about it, you know, in, in more detail. But um, it's it, it and the music is beautiful as well. I think that's one of the things that you really appreciate about it. It yeah. it works so well with the mechanics and um, it's kind of it's all uh, instant death, instant restart, similar to, uh, to Meat Super Boy. Meat Boy. Mm. And it's 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 got that one more one more game or just. 
just uh, finish this part, just finish the screen. Like you basically, it saves after you clear each screen. Similar to Meat Boy, but there's no jumping out and jumping back into levels. It tends to be that it's broken out into a chapter and a chapter is like a sprawling area of screens. It's mostly traveling, you know, left to right or bottom to top. And it's usually, you don't have a tendency to lose your way or anything. It's certainly, I wouldn't describe it as a, as a Metroidvania. It's okay. more of a, of a linear platformer, but it, it mixes up so many different mechanics, like the, the jumps and the dashes. There are little markers that you can hit while jumping and dashing that will refresh your dash so that you can double dash. You can uh, hold on to the ledges for a certain amount of time and climb, mm-hmm. um, which adds, obviously, you can wall jump and, and standard stuff that you would find in in 2D platformers, but it mixes all these different mechanics so well and then throws in different uh, chapters, it'll throw completely new mechanics into the mix. Like one of them is uh, there's like shooting uh, wind blowing, you know, across the screen in one direction and it'll either be constant uh, or maybe it'll stop and start. You'll have to, you know, work the rhythm into uh, getting past different 2D, you know, the platforming obstacles. And it's, it really does uh, test your skill as, uh, you know, as a, as a platform gamer. But, um, but it's really rewarding. That satisfaction when you, yeah. when you beat a level, when you beat a chapter, like I'm really enjoying, you know, one more screen, one more chapter, and I think I'm, I'm going to fly through Nice. Some of this has been on my radar ever since I heard about, I finally heard about it, which honestly was not that long ago. But uh, yeah. yeah, hearing the comparisons to Super Meat Boy as well as uh, Towerfall, well, again, duh. But I mean, it sounded like something I'd actually be pretty interested in. So I, I'm looking you definitely to would. get a chance to actually play it. I didn't yeah. even hear about it till like one of my friends out here in Easton was like, did you play Celeste? I was like, I haven't even heard about it. What is this like shovelware 2D thing? And then like within that week, I just kind of exploded all over the, the news. It's like, man, yeah. I'm falling. I'm falling behind here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm playing it on Steam and I've obviously got a Microsoft, uh, an Xbox One controller. Um, Microsoft I'm also, Xbox One. A Microsoft Xbox One <laughs> controller, yes. <laughs> just in case you were wondering which Xbox One. Um, one. Uh, but I found I'm taking a lot of screenshots as well. I'm keeping a little like uh, wireless keyboard lying on my sofa next to me while I'm playing it on my on my TV and just hitting take screenshots because the story and the the uh, like the different environments and stuff it, it's so pretty and it's it's like so charming. I'm just like really trying to make sure that I remember different parts of it for when we come back and, and talk about the entire story, presumably when, when you guys pick it up and, yeah. and finish it. Um, on, on your travels, you uh, meet this other guy who seems to be climbing the mountain as well. His name's Theo, and it just cracked me up. He's like this dude with like earrings and, <laughs> and cool facial hair, uh, but his speech bubble is in check pattern <laughs> and it just really cracked me up like you can you can feel how much of a hipster he is <laughs> because of how he talks and how his little uh, avatar looks and and just the background of the speech bubble it's it's just it oozes charm and fun uh even though it does deal with those more difficult subjects as i say of anxiety depression um and uh panic attacks and mm-hmm. i'm really looking forward to getting through the rest of it and, and making, making my way up that mountain. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's my like my most tempting purchase right now because I have enough in my eShop to buy it on Switch, like yeah. eShop credit. So it's the one that I'm like, uh, do I, you know, this is the last twenty dollars I'm gonna have to spend unless my wife steps up here and <laughs> gives me a birthday present uh, for I the mean, rest of the year. So yeah, ugh. I would recommend if I if it wasn't for no new games twenty eighteen, I would definitely have picked this up on on the switch um, yeah. it would be perfect for ideal playing a few screens or a chapter in bed or while traveling and the, the the platforming is definitely challenging but it's not quite as uh like reactive and, and uh twitchy as super meat boy or at least it hasn't been up to the point where i am okay. so i feel like you could potentially play it on joy cons and it would work work pretty well um as opposed to you know super meat boy i thought was a little was a little tricky on joy cons because you had to be that much you know more accurate with the with the movement yeah yeah you should give it a stream like you wouldn't even have to uh put your face on there i think because there's a lot of people who like watching streams to just like passively see games with people not talking and yeah i feel like you could I feel like you could do something like that with a game like that. Like good call. You would just get my facial reactions when I when I beat something or when I'm banging my head against a brick wall <laughs> yeah. trying to beat one of the screens. Fuck. You know? Yeah. No. I'll I'll definitely do that. Okay. Yeah. I will within like, the next week. I'll I'll uh, stream some of those. Because I've done the same thing where I I get in this you know I see other streamers and I I get into this thing in my head where I'm like you have to be entertaining you have to be on all the time but then like you start seeing more and more streams and you see a lot of people that genuinely prefer like no you know they just want to watch the gameplay through they don't want some stupid head like sitting there like talking the whole time so (laughs) I think for the story games I tend to avoid streaming for that reason but now that I'm seeing more of that that I might try to like maybe when I play Horizon you know, games are such yeah. a personal experience where I'm just like, this is my zone. This is my like, no one, you know, I am, I'm going through this as this character and I don't want to also have to entertain people like while I'm doing it. Yeah. So it's fun for games like Rocket League, but for the single player games, I think you could totally do a, like, just play the game. I agree. Like- I, th- I think I will try that. I'll give that a go. Yeah. To an extent, I'm wondering how that would work for me because like, I know for instance, so like I I didn't play a ton this week, but or this past week, two weeks, but uh I did start up Dark Souls three. Um beat the first yes. boss, uh beat like this little mini boss you don't have to beat, but I beat him anyway, and then made it to the first uh like Firelink Shrine main place where you can finally level up for the first time. Um but I mean I still died a few times along the way. I'm just not sure. I mean, I'd be okay with streaming it, but I'm not sure how often people want to watch so, something like Dark Souls, you know, where you gotta die and repeat stuff over and over and over again if you're not, you know, on the ball. And I've never played this one before, so I don't know what's coming up. So it yeah. might might be better with a headset with me just raging all the time. <laughs> so I think with Dark Souls, it could be entertaining for people to watch you die over and over again and see your reaction as you go. But it's also yeah. like a community kind of thing. Like you'll have people in the chat giving you tips and being like, don't do yeah. this or do this. And sometimes they're fucking you over. Sometimes they're helping you. Like, <laughs> I think the big thing about dark souls would be to do it regularly and say, this is my time that I'm going to be playing dark souls. Mm-hmm. And then certain people will, will log in and see you playing. And then they might try and like help you out. 
decide that they're go- it's going to be a regular thing for them to log in and tell you what what you should be doing while playing. Yeah. You know? Like I'll watch you, Josh, if if you do it at a regular time, I'll watch. Because then when I go to play Dark Souls 3 myself, <laughs> I'll know what I'm supposed to do. And that would be a benefit. Gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of which, that's twitch.tv slash rather be playing. <laughs> yeah. A streaming channel, and that's where we stream. All three of us stream on there. So We've mostly been streaming uh, Rocket League recently, but yeah. we're going to have to dive into a few other things. Maybe give, uh, maybe give a couple of free-to-play games a, a shot. Maybe Brawlhalla or Warframe. Yeah, Brawlhalla, uh, we'll, Warframe. We'll, yeah. we'll talk more about that next time, Matt, after we've tried, tried them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what's Elliot got on? What's Elliot been playing? I mean, maybe he's got some time to stream some stuff. So, yeah, I finished up, um, and I don't know how I would stream this, but I finished up Super Mario Run, which I've just <laughs> been kind of sitting on my phone since I got it. Um, and I just sat down one night and I was like, oh, I haven't played this in a while. It's really like, it's a really fun game. It's the it's the Mario Brothers I, like I, uh, mobile game. Yep. right and it can be played endless with one runner hand. type thing it's not an endless runner you keep calling it that but that's i, I know but i don't know it's a, it's a runner game that just sounds weird it, Wait, it is an endless runner what are you no, talking about endless no, it has runner. levels it has levels it's like endless, rayman endless runner is like cannibalt yeah where it just goes forever but this is just the only difference between this and any other mario game is that mario continuously moves left to right um, that's but, an endless runner <laughs> that's no, the definition not, of an runner, endless runner no endless runner is endless this has levels this ends like you go to like you talk about like cannibal where you go until you die whereas yeah. as in like rayman was it with like rayman fiesta or something like that fiesta yeah. run They've and mario run rayman. you just you just go from left to right you do some jumps along the way get around the obstacles and eventually the level ends and you beat that yeah. level and then there's enemies there's obstacles there's objectives there's uh uh, secret, not secret, but like optional collect things you can collect. Like, uh, sure, I'm not, I'm not trying to get into semantics. <laughs> I'm not trying to just wind it's you it's up auto, here. It's an auto runner. But, Let's go with but, that. Well, yes. So what I'm saying is, if you were to describe a game to someone, you describe the gameplay to them. the The yeah. gameplay of this is endless runner gameplay. <laughs> it's yes, a, it's a, broken up into levels, but you're not actually moving left and right. It's a 2D endless runner platformer. But there are actual games called endless runners that are done very differently is what I'm saying. So that's why saying that this is an endless runner is an, it's like an auto runner. It's an auto auto running game. Okay. We've just coined that term. It's an auto runner from now on. <laughs> that's what we're going to call this trademark. Rather be playing auto runner 2018. I'm, I'm sure it's been used before, but it's, it's, it's the only thing is you don't use a finger to make him go forward. You don't like push a button to make him go forward. He goes forward on his own. But you but hit But you only push one button. You're only you're doing a tap and that does everything. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which is like any other Mario game. <laughs> right? Mm. Cuz if if you took off the D-pad, you would only hit the jump button pretty much. Except for like fire flowers. <laughs> Except for like everything since Mario 1. Wait, but Super Mario Brothers had yeah had the flower power. You had to have another yeah, button for that. So that was the only other thing. So there's no like, I don't think there's any flower button. Any flower power in this? Anyway, it's Mario running left to right, and then you tap on the screen to make him jump. And it's got all like all the techniques from that you're used to, like wall jumping. So and they use that in ways to make it to kind of make the gameplay more varied. So you're not always going left to right because you can. Jump up a wall, and then you'll, if you do the wall jump, you'll Sometimes jump Sometimes you'll go right to left. 
Yeah, you'll you'll go <laughs> it's backwards. Ingenious. And you th- there's like sometimes usually it's like a hard to reach coin that you're trying to collect like three or five or whatever of these. And so you jump on the wall to get backwards and then end up going behind. But then he'll as soon as he hits the ground, he'll resume going forward again. Jesus, uh, what will Nintendo do to re- to reinvent the 2D space again? <laughs> going re- right to left. Holy shit. I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 actually got some really difficult objectives. Like I am not anywhere near 100 percenting it. Like I you see my, you know results of the first like two or three worlds and it's like i collected everything but then like i barely even got one for any of the rest of them because it's it's the opposite of odyssey what do you mean odyssey is pretty easy (laughs) oh yeah i mean odyssey is hard if you're trying to get 100 percent though yeah i would say it's similar to odyssey because you haven't gotten near 100 percent of it oh you (laughs) oh you were talking about 100 percent. okay sorry I, i misunderstood go ahead yeah i mean like the later levels did have some difficulty as well. Like I died several times and had to redo things a lot, especially like the ghost house levels, which are just a pain in the ass. But, uh, and in terms of trying to get hundred percent, it, it's almost like just thinking about it seems impossible to me. Cause it like, how could you possibly get these coins when one of the, uh, obstacles is the fact that Mario is just going left to right the whole time. So you've got to find a way to get around the system using the system to, get those hard to reach places and it's so have you actually played through all the levels yeah yeah i played through how all long, of them how long did that take you i don't know i played through most of it in my first sitting and then another chunk in the next sitting and these sittings are like six months apart here <laughs> so yeah. i can't tell so you just exactly. a few hours basically to play through all of it but then it could be days to try and get all the coins yeah i think it would take a while to try to complete everything but um, it's a surprisingly deep and challenging and very fulfilling experience on for a mobile game. That's just one finger to tap. It's like they really did a good job with it. Um, I would so play another mean, one. I would play more. But are you looking forward to Mario Kart Tour? Have you any idea know. what they're going to do with that? I have no idea what they're going to do with that. I'd have to see how it's going to work. But um, it's going to be I'm an optimistic. auto racer. Yeah, it's going to be an endless racer. Sorry, auto racer. <laughs> Well, it is an auto. Oh, racer. I'm sure it'll at you're, least you're racing autos. It definitely has to be. Oh God. <laughs> the thing I liked a lot about it was the fact that it's in this like climate of everything on mobile being free to start and then microtransactions. It's a pay once and you own it forever and you own all the content that's ever coming out for it forever. Yep. And uh, and it was a model that was risky because at the time. No one was doing that anymore because it wasn't as profitable. And so Nintendo's like, we'll take a chance. And of course, of all the games Nintendo's released, this is the only one that is of that model. Everything else is like free to download and then microtransactions. This is the worst performing game. So because you fuckers didn't buy it, you're telling the market, (laughs) we want microtransactions. We're not telling the market we want microtransactions. We're telling the market we don't want mobile games. Make real games. Make more Nintendo it's, Switch games. So you're being, you're like, don't blame it. us for people you playing Fire Emblem, whatever, on the, the iPhone. I didn't play that. Yeah. I mean, I, I played the, I played the first, the initial free download of Mario Run, but I was, I wasn't all that interested after that. So. It's super good. Like the later levels especially are definitely worth like if it comes on sale for five bucks, it's absolutely worth it. Ten bucks is probably steep, but it's maybe, been five a few times. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. <laughs> if mobile games are your jam, I guess that's the way to go. It's not mobile games. It's games. 
Okay, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, we, we were at PAX and we played the new uh, Super Meat Boy that is also an auto runner. Um, and that is not games. But it's I don't games. Want, they, I don't want mobile games. That's a mobile it's, game. But you're I don't want it. You can't universally blanket say I hate all games of this type because there can be good ones that are done well. And there's also shitty console games too. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that I... So they were bringing out new Meat Boy. And they brought out one of these instead. I am absolutely, as a fan of Super Meat Boy, I'd say, don't do that. <laughs> Why did what? you do that? Just bring out a real platformer, not this nonsense. Don't I'm worry, I'm sure, they'll, I'm sure they'll release it on Switch. But as someone <laughs> who's a fan of games, I can say, I haven't played it yet. Maybe I'll try it first and see how good it is. Okay. Or, or darn, I'll play something else. <laughs> or, yeah, or I just, yeah. But I, I, think it, I think it deserves a shot. I think games deserve a shot because, I don't know. Look, I'm Maybe. a fan of I'm a fan of Mega Man, so I'm used to constant disappointment. So would, it's, would you would you play a Mega Man auto runner? Fuck no. <laughs> Even if it was like universally praised best Mega Man since two. Oh sure, yeah. I just don't expect it to be good. <laughs> okay. Did you see that with like the port of Mega Man X to iOS? That was terrible. <laughs> uh, but that wasn't that was like on screen touch controls, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. And so that, I think like this sort of instant this auto runner thing is the way to do the like mobile platformers like you can't have on-screen touch like that's just oh no like i so I, so I played bad. i played rayman fiesta run quite a bit that was actually a decent amount of fun i love um, that game I, I just don't expect any mini any mega man like i said i'm used to constant disappointment so they said mega man auto runner i'll be like all right let's see how they screwed this genre up too <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, okay so i will say the worst thing about mario is uh you have to be online to play it that's absolutely the most oh, wow. anti-consumer uh bullshit thing because i found myself wanting to play it the most when i'm on an airplane when i don't want to like dig out my 3ds or my switch or something like that and i just have my phone i just want to play a quick level yeah and that's when you can't play it so wow that's very strange isn't it and i think that's a big reason why a lot of people didn't buy it and a big reason why it didn't do that well yeah Uh, so i do have to mention that that is bullshit rayman doesn't do that and it's a huge blast to play. Uh, yeah. Not a huge blast, but it's it's fun. It's great. One handed, half mindless, like still challenging fun. You can get through a level easily or you can make it as, you know, try to get everything and make it harder. I'm tempted to see Like, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Mario Kart. I, there's yeah. definite potential because like driving, you are going as fast as you can. You are going at a constant speed. Yeah. Uh, so they could potentially really make that fun. Um, but yeah, I, I downloaded, uh, Mario, the iPhone app as well. And it just Mario run. It, it just wasn't my thing. Mario Kart's going to be, everybody goes at the same speed and then you are RNG your items. And then if you get the blue shell, you win. <laughs> I hope it's more than that, but I, I don't know. How. I expect it'll be more than that. <laughs> I don't know how else. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I'll play it though. Cause I'm sure it'll be free to download. So we played Last Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> we finished Uncharted The Lost Legacy, our backlog roulette game. All of us finished it together. How proud of uh, us are you, listeners? How proud of seriously. us? Yep. It was a meaty game, too. It was a good, like, seven, eight hours. Yeah. Give or take, yeah. It's my ideal length of a game. I really enjoy... Yeah. You can play it over a couple of evenings or a couple of afternoons. 
and it was it was a fun ride. What did, what did you think? What did you enjoy it as much as other Uncharted games? Uh, I I liked it about as I mean, so I Uncharted two and four are my favorites. I don't really know how to put them both. Like I can't really choose between the two. Yeah, I'd put Lost Legacy up there with them. Yeah, I like the callbacks to Uncharted too. <laughs> yeah, me me yeah. too. And Uncharted Two is definitely my favorite. I feel like it's the most fun action. It was yeah. uh, very rough around the edges, but it also had those uh, rough around the edges in terms of the gunplay and and the actual mm. uh, gameplay. Uh, but it had those action sequences that just blew your mind at the time. Um, this one is so much more polished. It's so much more beautiful. And the story is very, very well told, but it has the same gameplay as Uncharted 4, which for me, I just mm-hmm. didn't enjoy it that much. I don't enjoy really? the sneaking. I don't enjoy the the perfectly polished, like, shooting and, and fighting. I just... <laughs> what? what? That just sounded weird. <laughs> I don't enjoy the excellent, outstanding, perfect. But, but it's like too round. It's 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 not punchy enough. Um, the, the gunplay in Uncharted 2 still for me... Uh, the guns were so much punchier. Headshots might have been a little easier, or or at least I just felt they were a little more natural for me. Um, for some reason, they've they've gone too far with this. At this point, I don't want to use guns. When um, did you play Uncharted Two? Um, I, I replayed it just a, a few months ago. Actually, um, I played the the whole collection through. No, that's right. Um, before really Uncharted Four came out. So yeah, yeah. So I'm like, when I played Uncharted, when when I played Uncharted two, like Uncharted two had the best like gun play, and like when they went back to when they did Uncharted three, they did something that they had to later go back and adjust. Yeah, it was a huge way with the way targeting was and 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 the crosshair, how the crosshair worked and all that. So the like when Uncharted four came out, I thought it was pretty well done compared to like Uncharted (laughs) three. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I. I don't. I don't really see the, a major difference between two and four as far as the gunplay goes, other, other than you know things like attaching C four to things or you know whatnot. But I mean, yeah, I'm just not seeing it. Oh, guys, we did the thing again where we jump right in without even talking about what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Uncharted Lost Legacy. Um, what is it? Obviously, it's an Uncharted game, but it's touted as the first Uncharted game uh, that's not Nathan Drake's story. Yeah. It started out as DLC for Uncharted 4. That's right, yeah. And, yeah. and they made it standalone. Um, Which was a good decision. Yeah. It, it is, again, this is my ideal size of a game. I, I want to pay 40 bucks for a game this length. I, I want to play things that you know I can get through in a couple of sittings and I don't get halfway through and then give up and never go back but to it. But it. It, it brings back a fan favorite character as the main character, yep. Chloe Frazier from Uncharted 2. Mm-hmm. And then also brings in Nadine Ross, who was one of the antagonists in Uncharted 4. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they're very they're uh, different characters. Uh, Nadine is, or sorry, Chloe is very much uh, the quick witted, uh, funny, kind of cheeky. She's, where is she from? Uncharted 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's English. And her her parents are or her father is Indian, isn't that right? Yes, she's Australian. Oh, is she Australian? Yeah, I thought she was English. Yeah. They mentioned it in the in the game. Oh, she's like growing up in Australia, and yeah. then Nadine's like that explains the accent. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay, Nadine is. Let's just cut this out. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> How did I forget that? 
yeah. So yeah, she's half Indian, um, as you said, and like her her father was like also some kind of explorer, and he was he was an archaeologist, was, wasn't he? Archaeologist, yeah, yeah. And right. it's basically the story of Chloe trying to find Ganesha's tusk, which is yes. a mythical jewel from. I don't know what what were the ages. Oh God, it, yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean it's Hindu it was, mythology. It's Hindu it like mythology, so it's a long Persian time Persian Empire era. So yeah. like thirteen hundred, twelve hundred, something like that. Yeah, yeah, like European Dark Ages. So at the start, we're kind of wondering, well, how, how did these two characters end up working together, and. Did you just did you just find the banter was believable? Did you just enjoy it? So I felt like at least at the start, a lot of Chloe's dialogue sounded like it was written for Nathan Drake. Yeah, uh, I, I was about to. When we were talking about it earlier, I was going to chime in with she's the female Nathan Drake. Yeah, <laughs> it was almost like they didn't really make her a character. It was just like we'll we'll pretend Drake is in there and just swap the. The character. I out, mean, to be perfectly fair, in Uncharted 2, she's like this giant smart ass also. Yeah. yeah, she has that wit, of course. Yeah. But it seemed more Drakey. I don't know. Maybe that's not fair to say, but it, it just felt that way to me, at, at least at first. Um, and it, I think they really found the character towards the end, like a little better there. Yeah. When there was a little more emotion, when there was more like honesty with it. Yeah. Um, I could see it separating from Drake a bit more there. Um, but, uh, Nadine was great, I thought. Yeah, it was it was fun to have a uh, you know two female leads, and they kind of quip about it a few times. You know, they're talking about oh, it's good to be working with a woman for once. Yeah, Chloe's talking yeah. about it, and uh, they're just uh, they're such completely opposite characters that it is kind of an odd couple situation. It, it is, it's, yeah. It's it's. I enjoy I enjoyed their banter. I I actually kind of liked it a lot. Uh, Compared to like Uncharted 4's uh, Nathan and Sully. Yeah. And and Banter. Sully Sully wasn't even in it for that long, was he? A lot of it Did was you mean Sam? Nathan and oh, Sam. Sam. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Which, so, Sully was yeah. Sully was a three. Yeah, sorry. Sully I'm, was only in it right at the start, wasn't he? Um yeah, and then yeah, Sam, true. Nathan and Sam, it was almost a bit a bit bland, a bit a bit boring. Yeah. A lot of a lot of shouting, <laughs> a lot of hey, ooh, and not much conversation. Or at least it wasn't as funny as we were used to because the mm. the banter with Sully w- between Nathan it's and Sully best, was always yeah. the funniest and w- was always uh, kept you going. Sully had the the best lines, yeah. Um, so he was definitely missed in Uncharted Four, uh, and I, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, so I played this, and in between, I was playing bits of Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is a very similar kind of game. Yeah. And it's a game I've always liked and I've always thought was, was very good and I've I'd been enjoying it, but like playing it alongside an Uncharted game, <laughs> you see that they are just worlds apart. Yep. Yeah. Like uh in terms of the dialogue, in terms of the story, like I don't know. And it's it's a similar thing with like Laura is chasing after the work that her dad was doing and yep. uh <laughs> <laughs> He always does it, Josh. He always does it. Lara. Um <laughs> Lara 
and and it was just I don't know like I would switch to Tomb Raider and I would not care. Whenever there was a cutscene, it would just be like ah uh, yeah this is stupid. And she'd like talk to herself. She doesn't have a buddy. And that's when I realized the importance of always having Sam or Sully or uh, Nadine there yeah. was you don't have the characters sitting there talking to themselves, explaining everything to themselves. Yeah, that's so a really good point. Knows. It just seemed so out of place. Yeah. Um, and over dramatic. Cause she's just like being wowed and then like explaining everything to herself. And so, <laughs> yeah, uh that that aspect of like the the dialogue and the, the character development um uncharted is miles ahead of anything else um, yeah i i generally prefer dialogue versus monologue <laughs> yeah yeah and it's and they, another big contrast between them as well is just the they're both very uh beautiful games and they're both very high fidelity you know uh photorealistic but in terms of levels of photorealism and terms of polish naughty dog like uh uncharted just blows tomb raider out of the water oh yeah the the amount of times that you walk into areas and you see the level design and these like beautiful uh palaces or or jungles and it just it really does take your breath away i I found myself again snapping so many photos of this game and I, i posted a few of them to twitter you can check them out at RBP Stevo, or I'm sure I tagged at RBP Cast as well. The, mm-hmm. This game is just awe-inspiring. It's, did Did you mess with the filters? Because some of those are pretty cool. I didn't know. You have to You have to take a few and and upload them. Okay. So one of the nice things I liked about it, and the Uncharted games have actually done a pretty good job of doing this throughout the series, is that as you, you know, and getting collectibles actually has an effect in the game to unlock stuff. It's not just getting a trophy. It goes back to the old, old games where, you know, doing extra stuff allows you to unlock things, you know, kind of like little cheat codes type thing. So, you know, getting trophies and finding collectibles and things like that gives you points to spend in like the extra section of the game, which unlocks filters, skins, uh, concept art, things like that. So, um, I I can now play through lost legacy with Chloe as a pirate, for instance. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool to unlock some of those things. And there's a couple filters, like an eight bit filter where it looks like oh, you're yeah. playing it no, on, I didn't on like a, that. you're playing it on like a Commodore 64. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's, there's a few on there. I suggest you take a look at. That's excellent. Uh, what about, uh, what, what do you feel about the uncharted flow, the, the pattern of gameplay that, that you get in these games, which is basically a bit of exploration. Uh, you get into a shootout. Uh, once you've killed everyone, you do a little bit of platforming and then you do a puzzle and then you basically another bit of exploration and you're back into the next shootout again. Like at this point, are you still enjoying that? I mean, I, I know it's formulaic and I'm, you can always tell you're like, okay, well that was the music's off. All right. Fight's over. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now I can, now I'm going to oh, look platforming. Okay, cool. What I did appreciate was that some of the puzzles in this one actually took some thought. <laughs> yeah. The puzzles I, I, were good. So many uncharted puzzles are just brain dead Yeah, that I, I'm just like, okay. Or especially in like the first one or the second, actually I think the first three, you look in your journal, you're like, Oh, the solution's right there. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whereas in this one, you got the cu- a couple of those sliding puzzles with the shadows, you know, where you're like, okay, it's not like ridiculously difficult, but I yeah. see what I have to do, but I have to actually work to get it where I need it to be. Yeah. So yeah, I did the ones in the rooms well. with like the blades that would come down if you jumped on the wrong. Oh, door. yeah. Like I took some time to get through those, uh, especially like the more like the more complicated ones that came later. 
Um, so close. I messed up on the first one and then didn't mess up on the other. Yeah, so. I was the same. I died the first time. And then <laughs> I, ah. I, I really quite enjoyed all the puzzles in that way because it was uh, instantly obvious to me what I had to do. And I wasn't frustrated at all. And I did fly through the puzzles pretty quickly, which some might criticize as meaning that they're too easy. But I, I find them satisfying in their ways. As you say, some of the shadow puzzles got a little trickier and, and that was fun. You know, yeah. I did. I, overall, I, I like the puzzles and they didn't hold me back from getting through the game, which for me was a big deal. I, I played the game on easy so that I could get through it pretty oh. quickly, which is, oh. isn't something that I ever do. But it's something that I decided to do for this because I was more interested in the story. And um, I obviously I wanted to chat about it with you guys. So the quicker I got through it, the more time I had to to play other stuff and and it was pretty good on hard mode yeah <laughs> you played, played it, it on hard mode yeah jeez i just did normal i was worried that because i wasn't enjoying the the shooting that i would have got bogged down in gunfights and that because that's basically the difficulty that is where you're setting the difficulty level and if you're going to make those harder for yourself and you're not even enjoying them that much it's it's a little bit pointless that was my thinking mm-hmm. which is something that i would tell you elliot and friend of the show, Mike from Pod Nerdy, is like, for The Last of Us, ratchet that that difficulty down to easy yeah. and just get through it. And you'll love it yeah. for the story. And you never know. Maybe you'll go back and play it on a harder mode later on and enjoy it more. Has he stopped playing it too? He, he's basically around the same place as you. And <laughs> I just It gets hard there. Yeah. Um. And Eric, yeah. Eric, Eric from uh, same team, y'all is starting to play it now as well. So, oh, if he, I didn't realize if that. he beats it before you and Mike, you're both going to be put to shame completely. I, oh, you'll man. never live it down. It's not even man. a toilet game for Eric if he can beat it. Then. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man's got a baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? The uh, one thing I also really appreciated. Um, about Uncharted Lost Legacy was the AI for your partner for Nadine yeah. was really good. Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. There are so many games where there's you know the the partner character just kind of sitting there taking shots that often miss and just kind of quipping and not really doing anything. But like Nadine, there's so many times when I'm getting like you know shotgunners are coming up behind me and I turn around and she's taking them down with yeah. uh, melee combat. And I'm like that's fucking great. Yeah. And there's one part and I'm sure this was probably part of built into it where you had to unlock or find several uh, items in a field as part of a puzzle and she gets one of them for you. Yeah. So it's basically if you're taking too uh, yeah. long, she'll, she'll point you in the direction, which yeah. I've heard some people criticizing because they don't yeah. want that kind of additional uh, hint, you know, level of hints. Um, yeah. We're, we're, is it I possible guess. to turn that off? Do you know? Probably not if it's the AI. I wonder. I wonder. I would say uh, not. I'm not sure. I would say if it's the, I think the hints where it actually says, you know, press up to look at something. Yeah, yeah. I think you can switch those off. But I think in terms yeah. of ones that the that the AI character does, you can't you can't change that level of hints. But right. the other thing that I like about the your your AI partner is that um, she doesn't tend to get in the way, which is yeah. always an issue with this kind of thing. Um, where somebody is like 
stuck in a door or, you know, you're trying to use a bit of cover and they're already in that bit of cover. And it, it slightly happens here, but because of the level of uh, polish that Naughty Dog puts around these things, it, it does sort of set out pretty quickly. You know, she'll shuffle out of the way or move to another position and it all feels right. God, I hate that perfect, excellent level of polish. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Uncharted 2. I'm going alone. <laughs> But no, I, yeah, I did have a few instances where I had to I had to push Nadine out of the way. It was and usually it's when I'm like I stuck my head out too far. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, go back, go back, go back. And then she's right there, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the most part, it didn't happen. Just every now and again. Yeah, I I also am a huge fan of Uncharted too, as you say, as you are, Stevo, and it's one that I started also playing on the collection uh, on crushing mode. I'm like, I'm gonna get the trophy on this, and having like I just got past the hotel scene and it's so much better than i ever remembered and i've always loved it too and going from uncharted 4 so i started playing it right after i finished uncharted 4 and playing it after uncharted 4 it's like um and i came away loving uncharted 4 but after going back to 2 i'm like man like 2 is still yeah the pinnacle of the series and there's no question about it yeah even playing on the hardest mode, it still feels fair. It still feels like, uh, uh, I don't oh, know, it doesn't oh, feel cheap. Ju- just wait to the final boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure, I'm sure. I beat it, I've beaten it on crushing. It's, uh, it's, there's plenty of cheap moments in that one. <laughs> in, in 60 FPS and 1080p, it's just gorgeous for a PS3 game. Uh, and, and I'll be honest, like when I first turned on Lost Legacy, and it was that first scene of, you know, don't get spotted, sneak up, stealth kills. Like, it put me off immediately. Like, it took me back to Uncharted 4 in a bad way. Uh, but it's also one of those things that once I did a few of those, I was kind of okay with it. I warmed up to it. And I was like, okay, like, we can do this. And the game is short enough. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, but, like, overall, across the board, I really did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Um, I did, too. For comparing Uncharted's, like. Yeah, and even there's a direct comparison here. So, spoiler alert, skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want any spoilers for Lost Legacy. It's only one scene that I'm going to spoil. Obviously, there's a callback to Uncharted 2 in the train sequence where where you're you're fighting your way forward on a a train. And yet again, it is beautiful to look at. It's exciting. It's really well put together. It's so technically impressive. It's not as much fun as Uncharted 2. No, I know. <laughs> you know? Well, there's less, there's less, there's less helicopters and tanks sitting on the train yeah. that you can use to shoot at the helicopter <laughs> as Uncharted 2. So yeah. yeah. And I and I mean, it might be because, oh, it's been done before and you know it's an obvious callback. Um, but or is it just that I much prefer the action in, in Uncharted 2? I think it's that I prefer the action, but it was still a great yeah. game. I, I still really enjoyed Lost Legacy on the whole. I, I, if you played if you played Uncharted Four and you liked it, then I I think you'll absolutely love uh, Lost Lost Lake as well. Oh, and I also I also love that um, when a character shows up, when you've also got a male character working alongside you, and he offers to like help out by doing something. Uh, the Chloe Chloe is like, oh no, no worries, we we've got this. And I think that yeah. that's yeah. very much the theme that they were going for yeah, with the, yeah. the two la- lady protagonists. You know, it's that like the girls have got a handle on it. You know, they, they yeah. can do this shit. It's, it's I like cool. those those little quips as well. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty smart. 
Well, um, well, guys, we actually all beat this damn game. You think we could do it again? I know. I think <laughs> I think we can do it again. So, so uh, just I just wanted to add one thing that um, even though it is a kind of like a, a it's the latest Uncharted chronologically and but and it's technically a DLC for Uncharted Four, you can totally play it without having played, except for like. A couple of small references to Uncharted Four, and even I then, think. you would work them out. You would work it all out from could, what yeah. what happens in the story. You can piece it together really easily. Yeah, they they do a good job of catching you up without too much exposition or anything like that at all. It's very natural. Right. Um, if you if you have never played an Uncharted game and you want to try one to see if you like it, dive right into this one. Absolutely, it's a good yeah, it's, it's a good entry. It's it's short enough. It's you know, you can again set the set the difficulty level of whatever you're comfortable with, and uh, it it is the most polished. So you will mm-hmm. you will enjoy it. It's a fun story. It's so yeah. pretty, so pretty, so it's pretty. beautiful. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, so you were segueing us, Josh. Let's just try that again. Reseg. So, <laughs> so, so we all managed to beat this last backlog of that game uh, for Lost Legacy. You think we could do it again, guys? I think we can. I believe in us. So uh, unless we're gonna go ahead. It's Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I believe in you because you've got all this practice with Demon Souls. Um, so uh, what we're gonna do is Elliot won the last one with Lost Legacy, so he'll pick a new one, and then uh, Steve O's and my choices will still remain. So uh, if, if yeah. we roll a one, we'll get a we'll get Cuphead. If we roll a three, we'll get Observer, and then if we roll a two, we'll get whatever the hell Elliot's got in store for us, which is. I pick Rhyme. Rhyme? Oh, it just came out on PS Plus. It just came out on PS Plus. It's a platform game that came out last year. Um, it kind of went through a tumultuous development. Like, it was originally a Sony-funded, like, second-party game, PS4 exclusive, and then they backed out, and it went multi-platform, and then they were the first game that had the Nintendo Switch tax, where the Switch version was $10 more and got a lot of negative press for that. And yeah. And it came out to right, yeah. like sevens, I think seven and a half. Like it's like an eco eco type game, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a it's a like three D platformer. Yeah, um, yeah, with with no action though, no no fighting. Is that correct? You might be right. I actually don't know, but I haven't seen any screenshots or clips that have action. So um, it's a very good looking game. It's, it's very visually striking. The art design mm-hmm. is is really exactly something. Yeah, I just something different. Just, something I just went and I got the PS Plus games the other day. So good thing I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been interested in it since it came. Since I, you know, I was following the the saga of its development, and it always looked like uh, what was the other one to play? What was the I other can't one? Believe free? It's already free on Plus. The other one's uh, Deus Ex. No, no, no. There was something else. It wasn't Deus Ex. Oh, Knack. Oh yeah, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. that's right. You should have picked that. Maybe oh I gosh, I, I would have hated you forever. Uh, uh, so yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do rhyme as a replacement, um, and right. we're gonna keep, as Josh said, for any game that doesn't get rolled, we just keep it for the next time because we will eventually play these. Yeah, all. yeah. We we found that when we were picking ones and then forgetting about ones, uh, we were kind of not trying to pick the same ones that we had picked before. But in many times we wanted yeah. to. Like, yeah. like I think Josh is very happy with Cuphead, and I'm very happy with Observer. I want an excuse. I mean, I still want Ellie to play so. Silent Hill, but that's beside the point. So, <laughs> um, all right. So if we roll a one, we'll get Cuphead. If we roll a two, we'll get Rhyme. If we roll a three, we'll get Observer. All right. 
Sounds good. Come on, Observer. Pretty RNG gods. Observer. Observer. Here we go, lads. A little cyberpunk in your life. All right. Excellent. This is going to be fun. Now, Elliot, if you get scared, just call us up. Call Sivo up. Oh, yeah. This is supposed to be scary, right? (laughs) Yeah, but not that scary. It's not Silent Hill. Yeah. What was the review I read? It was like like Bioshock meets Silent Hill. I was like, those are the two scariest (laughs) games. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, all right no i'm well, looking I, forward to it well i think you'll be fine but uh yeah good choice good choice i'm glad it's not mine again because i feel like we could get into a, a rut where it's just like the same we just keep playing the replaced game every time and the other two stay there. <laughs> we keep so. avoiding cuphead sadly yeah we'll, we'll get there eventually. we'll play it one day we will <laughs> all right should that uh pretty much wrap up the cast here do we talk enough about games I think we did. I think we mentioned a couple a couple games. Yeah, we did pretty good. And I didn't even talk about like the game I actually almost finished. So maybe I'll actually finish it and then play it next time or talk about it next time. That's a good there idea. <laughs> maybe uh, I'll beat another boss or two in Dark Souls 3 and make, go from there. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so that episode will come two weeks from today. And uh, you've been listening to Rather Be Playing. Thanks for stopping by. In the meantime, you can check us out at ratherbecast.com, our website. We're also on Twitter at RBPCast. Um, we also have our own Twitters at RBP Elliot, at RBP Josh, at RBP Stevo. Um, find us wherever Twitch. podcasts are, wherever you get your podcasts, whatever service, we're on all of them. Um, while you're there, rate us, leave a comment, uh, tell your friends. We love all of you. We love all of you. Stevo, where can they watch us play games? Uh, you can watch us at twitch.tv slash ratherbeplaying. Um, we're going to try and get on there more regularly. Yep. I'm going to try and uh, stream. I'll definitely stream a little bit of Celeste in the next week or two. And also myself and Elliot. And hopefully we can drag Josh on board as yeah. well to, to play a few multiplayer games. Too. It's been busy. Sorry, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, Josh, we haven't seen you since the last time we recorded. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll make some. Uh, t- you missed your big face. I'll make some times for you, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, it's the least you can do. <laughs> uh, I think that's that's all the places, right? Uh, yep. YouTube as well. We're on YouTube. Um, that's where we export our streams to, and we put up uh, every podcast episode for free. So uh, check us out there. And uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Wait, this is episode 20. We're 20 down. Well, I guess technically 22 down, but still. Yeah, there's two unnumbered episodes, but. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but we're making our way. See you next time, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Cheerio, everybody. Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs>